everybody. This is RPG Cast 580 for April 10th, 2021. Bringing you the latest in cross-stitching. <laughs> uh, yeah, so if you are watching us live on twitch.tv slash rpgamer, I actually have a nerdy cross-stitch that I have been working on every week while I do the RPG Cast, and you can come and see it if you are watching live. Unfortunately, if you're not watching live, you'll have to wait until I take pictures and post it on my Twitter. So I am Anna Marie Privetier. Hello. That guy who keeps interrupting me, that's Chris Privetier. Hi. We are co-owners of rpgamer.com. Woohoo. And we also have Kelly with us. Kelly Ryan. Uh, am I your adopted daughter, even though we're sort of the same age? You. Yeah, sure. Second waifu. Second waifu. I, I can deal with that. <laughs> it's a tiny cast today. Yeah. Just the Every- three of us. Oh, no, we, we've done that joke too many times. Yeah, way, way too many times. Sorry. So we're going to jump right into it since it's just the three of us. Mm-hmm. I um, did my thing where I finish a whole bunch of games all at once. And you guys are like, ah, how do you play so many games? Um, so I finished, uh, Bravely Default 2 on stream. It was amazing. It took me like 80 hours. Although I did way, 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 way more grinding than is required in that game. Yeah, that's where I am right now. I'm, I'm still in chapter two doing Elvis's stuff and I got distracted by Monhan and yeah, I'm doing too, too much grinding too because I maxed out all of my jobs up until this point because it's so easy to. Yeah. Um the the urge to grind is um something that you're just gonna have to resist if you wanna play this game. Otherwise I mean you could probably finish this game in like fifty to sixty hours if you didn't grind as much as I did. I also played a lot of B and D. Yeah, that's my other problem. It's like every time I see somebody with that icon over their head, I feel compelled to take all their cards from them. Yeah, I think by the time I got all of the cards that I wanted to, um, I didn't get 100% of them because some of them are locked behind. Some of the S rank opponents are locked behind quests. And I kind of got to the point where it's like, oh, I've been playing this for so long. I just I love it, but also I want to be done. Yeah. So there were a few cards that I that I missed. I wasn't trying to 100% the game, but yeah, I still played about 200 games of Bind and Divide. And didn't you tell me that this is like has like three credits rolls or two credits rolls? Yes, there are multiple credit rolls. That's all we should say. About yeah, that. I don't want to spoil it any more than that. I will say I do like that I was able to figure out on my own what to do to continue the loop. Yeah, because I remember having to look it up for Bravely Second because it took me like three tries to figure out what you were yeah, supposed to Yeah, I didn't do. get it. So I had to look it up too. I didn't use that mechanic in that up until that point. Correct. All right. Um, I also um, finished, air quote, good pizza, great pizza. And I say air quote because I'm kind of disappointed. Um, this was advertised as the definitive edition of Good Pizza, Great Pizza, but it turns out it doesn't have Chapter 3. And it probably won't for the foreseeable future. Because Nintendo has a studio that helps 
smaller indie companies port their games to Switch. And it got hit with one of the numerous natural disasters that we've had in the U.S. lately. And all work on all projects has been suspended for the foreseeable future. That's sad. I know. It's such a bummer. That being said, I definitely liked the game. I would recommend it. I just wouldn't recommend it on Switch. So the most up-to-date version seems to be the Steam version. The Steam version also has um, themed events and all sorts of stuff going on with it. Like there was a Valentine's Day quest and a St. Patrick's Day quest. And I think they're doing Mother's Day right now. I forget. So um, I also started and finished Techno Babylon. Um, which is a game that my friend Daniel has been harassing me to play for forever. He actually just straight up bought it and sent it to me um, at some point last year. I think he sent it to me right before I had my arm surgery because he was pretty convinced it could be played one-handed. And he was right. It could be played one-handed. So Techno Babylon is a point-and-click adventure done by Wajidai Games, which is a studio that I enjoy the games from. Um, this is a futuristic game where the um, politics of the world has shifted. You live in a country called Newton where, like, anything goes. There's almost no laws. And you play from multiple different perspectives. So you play as two different police officers and a homeless girl. And it's really fun. I like that it is a lot more intuitive than some of the other point-and-click games that I played. I'm not saying that it's easy, but I am saying that the logical jumps made a lot more sense to me than, like, the first Monkey Island game. Which I got frustrated with and quit. Um, and then, because I was done Bravely Default 2, to the surprise of absolutely nobody, I started Yakuza Like a Dragon. Yeah, I think everybody recommended that to you, including me. Yep. And we'll talk about that in the feedback section. Um, and then, since I needed another offline game to play, I started um, Regalia of Men and Monarchs Royal Edition on the Switch. So this is a tactical RPG with town building and time management mechanics. And I am enjoying it so far. Um, the only thing that I think that I am a little frustrated with is there's no way to auto-advance text bubbles. And oh, so, that would drive me yeah. crazy. And the game is almost completely voice-acted. And so I I am so used to that just being a thing in games that... I will sit there for a couple of seconds after they've said their line and be like, all right, I have to push a button. And it happens a lot. Particularly since Yakuza Like a Dragon does have auto-progression boxes. See, I get annoyed because I read fast, oftentimes read the text faster than they actually say the line. So I always like to skip ahead. Yeah. So it is good so far. I am having a lot of fun. I completely broke the battle system by both putting it on easy and then tweaking it even further to make it even easier. So I am blowing through the combat, which I don't find as interesting as I do the story and the world building. Are we talking about Men on Monarch or Yakuza? 
the the regalia. Okay. So, so I think I just hit chapter four in Yakuza Like a Dragon. I am loving that game so much. It has so much personality to it. I summon pigeons by throwing bird feed at people and it kills them. And it makes me very I, happy. I have questions for you though. What? And I everyone knows Yakuza is amazing. They don't need us to tell them that. I want to know more about Regalia. All right. So you are the um so on your father's deathbed, he admits that you are the crown prince of a nation that crumbled. And so you and your two sisters and your retainer try to go back to the um kingdom and try to rejuvenate it. And you meet your grandpa who's a ghost. What? Yeah, he's a ghost. But he's around. He's around. Okay. He's um little little bald dude with sunglasses and Bermuda shorts and 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 he's a total pervert, Dragon Ball. Master oh, I was Roshi? gonna say Leisure Suit Larry, but Yes, right. Master Roshi. <laughs> yeah, your grandpa is Master Roshi. So he's and a pervert. Y- he's and he's really strong until you get way, 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 way stronger than him. Yes. Except he's a ghost. So I, um I wanna know what this town building's about. What is yeah, going so on in this game? You, is it a TRPG? Is it a town building game? Yes. Yes. Is it a is it a comedy game? Yes. Is it well written? Mostly. Oh. All right. Uh, tell me. I like so town building. How's that go? It's super over the top in terms of its humor. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you would like it because it's very handy. They had one line I heard last night that I laughed at, but yes. the rest I just want to just I want to kill the writer. <laughs> it is supremely hammy is I think the best way to describe it. It knows it sometimes takes itself a little too seriously, but for the most part, it knows not to take itself seriously. It's like the whole book. It's like, uh, you're trying, but you're not making me want to come back to you. So, all right. In terms of town building, here's kind of the cycle. It's almost building. like atelier in structure. All right, I'm playing it. So you <laughs> go out into the world. You explore dungeons. Um, inside of a dungeon are various points of interest. Um, so you, you don't run around like an atelier game, but there are like nodes that you can go to on a path. And a node can either be an event which sometimes turns into combat and sometimes doesn't, but you need to make decisions about them, or combat or camping. And when you're in a camping node, you can rest at the campsite and resurrect anybody who's KO'd. And you can also get into conversations with your current party, meet new potential party members who then get sent back to your um, town. Um, The events are... All over the place. So I had one where I had to convince some trolls to either join my kingdom or leave my kingdom. I decided to make them leave, which I don't actually think was the right decision, but I can't reverse it. Um, And there was another one where I met a whole bunch of undead troops who didn't believe that they were dead. 
And so my choices for convincing them were lifting the guy's head off of his body or going and getting his death certificate. And I'm like, well, I like exploring dungeons, so I'm going to go get his death certificate, which opened up another dungeon. Mm -hmm. So combat is tactical, um, square, turn-based combat. Can I... I'm looking at this, and it looks like you spend time with people. Yes, you do. So it's like Persona? Yeah, so there's RP relationship points. Oh, boy. And you accrue those based on the decisions you make in events Mm -hmm. and spending time with them. So there's a calendar system. At the moment, I have to finish at least four kingdom quests, and I think I had like 55 days total to do it. Mm -hmm. I've already done it. I have like 25 days left. Um, So I've been hanging out in town and building up my relationship points with people because particularly with the people in your party, as you build up your relationship with them, it actually unlocks um, new abilities and skills. Mm -hmm. So, for example, I was complaining to you yesterday that the game has line of sight mechanics in combat and it was driving me crazy because... You found out how to ignore those, didn't you? Yeah, so as I built up my relationship with this beast girl that I ran into, I was able to unlock an ability that makes her pounce work even if you don't have line of sight. Mm -hmm. So basically, she hops all around the map going, Rawr! Mm-hmm. That's that sound effect you hear over and over and over. Your again character's exal- exertions during combat are extremely annoying. Um, I Especially also... the one who just quotes 80s song lyrics. Yes! So Wait, um, I didn't hear that one last night uh-huh. on Discord. Yeah. yeah, so I picked up a magic caster after we um, stopped talking on Discord, Kelly. And she's a magic, uh, she's a fire caster. Come on, baby, light my fire. And yes, all she does is quote song lyrics. So I'm about to lose control, and I think I like it. So when when she's gonna crit, she often says that. Yeah. I don't know what song that is. I'm Light about my to fire. lose control, and I think I like it. Light my um, fire is the Doors. Yeah. The. I'm so excited. Oh. Yeah. Flash dance. I think it's called. <laughs> The, the only the point the of sister is I, I'm so excited. <laughs> the song that I only know from the Saved by the Bell episode about drugs. Oh, there you go. And then um, when she casts a wall of fire, as the fire flings out across the battlefield, she shouts, let it go! <laughs> yeah, that's not 80s. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, no, there's a Def Leppard song called Let It Go. Oh, okay. There you go. Perfect. We've maintained the motif. So, yeah, I I love all the personality in the game, um, but I can see it coming across as maybe a little obnoxious for some people. I think it's right at the limit of what Chris tolerates. So I might have to, like, turn down the voice acting every once in a while. Well, I mean, the alternative is you listening to me go, This is annoying, too. <laughs> That's Monster Hunter. Yeah. Yeah, you're reminding me of my dad when I was playing Sonic Adventure 2, and he was getting so annoyed at Shadow, going, hop, 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 whenever he jumped. (laughs) Kelly, everyone was annoyed at Shadow for many different reasons, so can you blame him? I I liked Shadow, but I was also... Kelly, you're the only one. 
I know there's plenty of Shadow fans, trust me. Oh, but boy. at the time, I liked Shadow because I was a huge Vegeta stan back in the day. Well, you so, like the bad guy turned good guy who's yeah, a, a yeah. bit over Sundari still? Yeah. I mean, that character is basically Vegeta in Hedgehog yes. form. Yeah, all right. Even same voice in every, well, not same voice, but same. Th- that voice actor clearly based that voice off of Vegeta. Off of U.S. So, Vegeta. Yeah, you. So I Vegeta. sound like I'm trying to talk, but I crunch my vocal cords down so bad that I'm gonna send you to another dimension. Whoa, Chris! <laughs> you, you had Too a little accurate. bit more free. I, yeah, uh, a bit more I think you're gonna hurt there. yourself doing that. All right. So um, once you've acquired party members and you go out adventuring in the dungeons, when you uh, finish up in dungeons, you get you get a whole pile of resources, and then you bring the resources back to your town. And you use those resources to build building, which attracts characters, which you can interact with and sometimes recruit to your party and or otherwise unlock abilities, lather, rinse, repeat. Is it just me or the battles really slow? They are. Okay. Which is why I did the what music. I did. All right. I want to tell you, Anna, the music in this game doesn't belong in this game and it's really good. Yes. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, say so that? <laughs> the music is seriously amazing in this game, but it also doesn't always fit doesn't the tone of what's going at on. All. It's like serious orchestral well-done stuff and it's like I want to like just listen to this and critique it from a musical perspective, but this is the soundtrack to a comedy game. Like what is this? <laughs> So I think this was a Kickstarter that ended up being like wildly successful. So they were able to put money into things they didn't expect. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like the music in this game is so good. (laughs) But also it's really weird. Like I feel like it should, I don't know, have more womp womp trampones or something. (laughs) You want yakety sax. (laughs) I mean, it would be appropriate. (laughs) Yes, all of the music in this is beautiful and yet still feels like it's out of place and needs more brass. It's like they went for the World of Warcraft style and did it better than the World of Warcraft people in most recent expansions. It's like, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> well, isn't the good musician Russell Brower not there anymore? Oh, I don't even know. Did he leave? I'm, I don't. I, I don't think I'm so, not sure. I don't that I I don't want to get into that debate that's yeah that's a whole it. other discussion that I, I i'm not even saying what i really mean when i said that i was just trying to summarize but yes all right <laughs> oh this game so that's what i've been playing i do you like it i do i'm gonna keep playing it do you do you like the fact that it's all mimi yeah yeah you like that, that it's resonates Mimi? with me okay it's gonna age like a victor ireland translation i know okay <laughs> um what was i gonna say yeah, no, it's um my I I wasn't sure at first if I was going to stick to it because the first 2 hours of the game are so boring. It's not paced terribly well. No kidding. <laughs> I um, could have told you that. And I'm not even playing it. Yep. <laughs> so, once I got over that hump of like, ugh, I just want to put this game down and play my time management game on my phone. Um, it got much much better. And so I was glad I stuck it out for the first couple of hours. All right. That is what I have been playing. Kelly, what have you been playing? Well, I've been mon hunting. I beat the big monster that I can't pronounce the name of in single player. So Chris and I have been calling it the marshmallow. 
Oh, is that the, Magnamalo. the feature, feature boss? Magnamalo. Yeah. yeah. Are, they even but call the marshmallow in one of their own quests, Kelly. I just found that do? last night. Yes. Okay. So yes, it's canon. They know it. Yeah. Marshmallow is canon. <laughs> It's, it's like the marshmallow, marshmallow and fire scorcher um, or something like that. And they're like, you should make some s'mores. <laughs> so it's like you're hunting it and a rag- and a raffinlos. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually very clever. Uh-huh. So you can yeah, guess who um, referred to them like that. The Dango look girl. Oh, yeah, of course. But yeah, I beat that. That, that one is significantly easier in single player mode. Mm-hmm. Everything's easier uh, in single player mode. So what I yeah. did in Monster Hunter, and I didn't tell Kelly this because I didn't want her to be discouraged last night, but I, I stopped playing single player once I had unlocked three star and just started playing multiplayer and like just um, skating by by joining groups and getting higher and higher rank uh, to join higher and higher hunts. And then I stopped once I got to Nargakuga and just farmed that monster for all its materials. I did that fight like 10 to 15 times and I have a full set of Nargakuga high rank armor and weapons. I'm hunter rank, but I'm actually seven now. Um, and yeah, then I went back and finished single player. Things can't hurt me. (laughs) (laughs) It's ridiculous. See what I was hearing was doing it the other way around where you finish single player, get a whole bunch of good stuff and then go destroy in multiplayer. Yeah, sure. That's how you're supposed to do it. I didn't do it that way. Oh, okay. I did it backwards because I'm lazy. Because if you do it it's... my way, you make everyone else do most of the work up front. Then you start contributing more and more as you get all those materials. And then like you're good and competent. See, it sounds like you can really do either or and be okay. Yeah. I've played Monster Hunter before. That helps, too. So I kind of know how to not, you know, destroy my team's chances at winning by carding three times. (laughs) I was happy. I only carded, I mean, I carded a lot last night, but that was just bad luck. The secret is if everyone else is good and you're not, stay away from the monster and fill up your health whenever it goes low. Yeah, I just I just uh, hang back and do to fill up my health because yeah, I'm. You do an attack or two, you get hit, you run away, you heal, then you come back. Like, like I find myself just swinging at air just so that I can, you know, do my dutes to uh, get get the buffs and stuff and get the health regen. What's a dute? She plays hunting horn. Yeah. Doot. Oh, okay. Literally goes doot doot doot, and I get buffs, and everyone loves it. Yes. Everyone loves hunting horn. And I love hunting horn. Always tip your hunting horner. <laughs> toss a coin to your hunting horn. Toss a coin to your horner. <laughs> but, um, so I have a full set of the marshmallow armor now, which at, at this point is like one of the highest level armors I can get, but I'm only rank three in single player. So, or you said that the rank is like a combination of both. No, it's just there's one rank, and it's all okay. multiplayer driven. Okay, so I'm only rank three. Yeah, yeah. I, I see. I yeah, see. So didn't you beat did the marshmallow really and got credits? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so in single player, I'm at five star quests, and multiplayer, I think I'm only at three star quests. Hmm. Interesting. So I'm probably going to blow through all the single player quests next and then start really hitting multiplayer hard Russell Uh, Brower's Twitter is so 
Boomer. <laughs> Thanks for the birthday wishes. Thanks some fans for some kind words. And then the last thing is November where he's talking about cat vibing. Because he finally found out about cat vibing. Cat vibing. Yeah. It is a gif that you put a cat... It's a the, the bobbing cat, cat head next to the the oh. the, the leak spin song. Yeah. I see it. And... I mean, you can set it to it any was, song yeah. that has the same BPM, and it yeah, was yeah, like yeah. a real common one, like 135. Yeah. But yes, he has I been see. fired. They eliminated his position in 2017. So I don't know who's doing their music now. I guess it helps when you don't release games. <laughs> oh, so much Blizzard salt <laughs> right now. Um. So yeah, I've, I've been mon hunting. Um... Thanks to kind of the Vita fire sale, I've been picking up stuff here and there for that system that I've kind of had my eye on and need to get or else I'll never get it. So I picked up Rainbow Moon, which is a game that uh, Mike Mohiki put like two how- 200 hours into. Minky. Minky. Did I pronounce his name said wrong? Mohiki. said Mohinki. And I'm like, I... Oh, okay. Maybe I'm not perfect at saying it, but I know it ain't that. <laughs> it's like it's like saying monkey, but replace the Manky. O with an I. Um, minky. Minky. Oh, mink. I've been oh, saying Manky. So eh. it's Minky. All right. It's it, Minky. I think it's actually Menky. Menky. I don't know. We'll have to have him on at some well, point. Channeling the spirit of Backtrack by pronouncing names wrong, because I also effed up uh, Sam's name on Backtrack this Walk-ter. week, too. Walker. Oh, I keep saying Marcelo. But anyway, so R- Rainbow, did Is I say Is a maiden Rainbow name Boone? a dead name, Anna? No. Okay. Just didn't know. Um, so Rainbow Skies. Mike put 200 hours in this game, and I can see why. It's very addictive because, like, everything you do levels up. Your weapons level up, your magic levels up, and there's lots of stuff to explore. Yeah, you know, huge open dungeons and stuff to explore. And that, but that bit's been all fun, and the combat is really fun, but. And the story and characters. Is this have been a mobile so game? Nope. No. It just looks like Vita it game. on the menu. Oh, because it's a Vita game. Vita games are yeah. basically mobile games. So the, the characters have, so far have been so unlikable, and it's like they're trying <laughs> I to. I thought have the game this... was supposed to be unlikable. You're telling no, me it's good the, though. All right. The game, the gameplay itself is fun. I'm just not invested in the story at all because the story is that these two characters, Damien and. The other character's name I'm blanking on because he's so forgettable. <laughs> um, fall out of an fall out of an airship out of the sky and end up in the below world, and they get comedically bonded to this mage in the below world, and they're trying to figure out how to get unbonded. And Are it's, you it's the mage? Like, Is that the idea? Yeah, and and it's all played for laughs. I, I think it's oh, supposed to it's be another comedy. comedy game. Is it good? Yeah. Is it well but written? The, but yeah, the comedy just isn't that funny. They, they, Comedy's hard, like, ladies and gentlemen. They're <laughs> Take like it trying from me. To be, You've heard me try to tell a joke. They're like trying to be like yell at each other and stuff, and they're trying to make that out to be funny, but instead it just comes off as they're all assholes yeah. that hate each other. Yeah. And um, the tutorials are done from the perspective of the characters, and it's supposed to be kind of tongue-in-cheek stuff, but and thus far, that's been the only really funny bits, but funny is in ha-ha, we're making fun of um, RPG tropes. 
not necessarily funny as in you, you know, know this, this Kelly, you know what's bugging me? Their hmm. idle animations are too fast. Yeah. Why is that bugging me? But it is like, oh my god, slow down, take a deep breath, calm down. You're moving your wings too fast. Oh my god, you're making me anxious. Mm-hmm. But like you're seeing, seeing that combat, it's very strategy uh yeah. grid combat. That combat is fun as hell. Is it? Okay, good. Yeah. And there are characters on the map and you have to get into those fights and then once you defeat those every once in a while you'll see an icon in the corner that's like an encounter and it says what's in the encounter and you can choose whether or not you get in fights up until that point so it's nice to be able to just run around an area and pick literally pick your battles and um, being able to explore is fun Um, the inventory space sucks but you get upgrades to your inventory, so it isn't that bad. And I'm just, I, I'm so mixed. And I, it must get good at some point because Mike put 200 out, could not put this game down. Well, maybe this is all there is, and either you like it or you don't. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'll, I'll probably continue playing it a little bit and see where it takes me, or at least kind of get to whatever plot hook that there is because right now the characters are just trying to figure out how to get unstuck and there's got to be something going on with that and it, it makes it seems like it's just a thing to drive the story forward because like you go talk to a guy to get unstuck and for some reason he teaches you how to tame monsters like 10 hours into the game what like I say, ten. I say ten hours. It's taken ten hours because you know you spend a lot of time exploring and going and trying to find stuff and find hidden objects or like hidden caches of items and stuff like that. So, hmm. yeah, it's it's very weird. I almost didn't want to talk about it, but no, I feel like I needed to talk about it because. <laughs> It's interesting, but it's not interesting. I, I don't know how to talk about it. <laughs> That's fair. And then the, the, I I was going to stick with this one as my portable game, but, but then I checked the eShop and a game came out called a- Astro Aqua Kitty. Had you ever heard of um, Aqua Kitty Defender of the Milk Mine? Mm, no. Nope. It was a shoot-'em-up that came out on Steam several years ago and got point, uh, ported to um, Vita and Switch and all of that. And it was basically Defender, but with cats. What's well, Defender? I... Um, old school <sighs> shoot em up Hold on, and I'll just watch the stream. I'll bring up a video okay. of Defender. Sorry, keep going, Kelly. The side-scrolling shooter. Yeah. and so, Sorry, to go back to Rainbow... Rainbow Skies really quick. Yes, Tam, this is a sequel to Rainbow Moon. You don't need to play Rainbow Moon before playing Rainbow Skies, and Rainbow Skies is the better game. Yeah. Yeah, everybody, that's what everybody has said. But, um, where was I going with that? Oh, yes. Um, so Aqua, or Astro Aqua Kitty takes that kind of shoot 'em up thing from, Aqua Kitty Defender of the Milk Mine and makes it into a Metroidvania style exploring RPG game, but as a shoot 'em up. What? There's no exploration in Metroid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So check this out, Anna. Here's Defender. 
Okay. Sea Defender. Yes. You've got the ship. You rescue people. You shoot aliens. You can go left or right. What? And it goes around in a circle. What? What? He, he changed directions. Yes, you can change directions. Mind blown. If you do really bad, the world blows up, but you can still run around in space killing aliens. Anyway, doesn't matter. Now we're talking about Aqua Team Space Kitty Force. What is this? Um, just just search for Aqua Kitty. Aqua Astro Aqua Kitty. Oh, yeah, Astro he's not Aqua a squid. Kitty. Is... Why did I think he'd be a squid? No, you're a cat. Okay. Astro Aqua Kitty is what I'm playing, which is the Metroidvania. Oh one. yeah, you go left or right, but you can also go up and down now. You've got cats in sea, uh, 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 deep sea mech suits. Mm-hmm. Okay. And thus the Astro can... and Aqua. All right, there you go. And you're shooting left and right. There you go. And you pick up power-ups and, and gems or currencies or something. And This looks a lot there, easier than Defender. Um, There are... You can pick, like, several different character combinations at the beginning of the game because you can pick your pilot and you can pick your engineer. And each pilot and engineer gives you different... um perks that you get when you level up um my pilot is actually the one that's in the stream right now which is kind of the old cat with the eye patch um several of the or four of the engineers are extremely clear references to star fox because there is there's a bunny a bird and amphibian of sorts that kind of looks like a frog and a i think either a dog or a fox Maybe so both. they know where they're in- a star wolf and a star fox. Yeah. Huh? And they so they know where their influence is. Star and, Yeah. And I think you're even kind of designed to go through the game multiple times with different characters. Um there's also a permadeath mode. Ooh. Which I'm not doing, I'm playing in baby mode. But um you, you level up your ship and you can unlock perks and you know get, make your ship more powerful. Oh wow, the but- first one is way more defender. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see what else. Uh, um, there, there's quests that you can do to get better guns, and you, you just explore this underwater space world and Does shoot this stuff. Exist on real systems, or is it only on? Yeah. Vita? Oh, okay. No, the, I I picked Sorry. up the Switch. I didn't realize that the um there was a Switch version of the original Aqua Kitty Defender, okay. so I went ahead and picked up that one too. But this Metroidvania game, I haven't been able to put down. It is so much fun. You can get um, floating cats behind you who shoot with you. Yeah. Cat options. That's great. Yeah. Let's see. What else? Um, but Sorry. I, I've, I've, actually, I've actually hit a level now where you've got to um, shoot down space pirate ships and apprehend... Uh, space pirates as prisoners and you have to like fill up this prison with space pirate prisoners to unlock the next area and i also love all of the different guns that you can equip your ship with like you can equip lasers there's a spread gun there is um my my favorite one thus far looks like the best gun in gradius which is the kind of wavy beam gun if you've ever played gradius Mm -hmm. um yeah, it, it's just a fun little game, and I'm only like halfway done with I think it. This because thing I think... is sixty frames a second too. Yeah, nice and butter smooth. 
Yeah, so th- that's my recommend of the week is uh, Astro Aqua Kitty, just because I I love shoot 'em ups, but I am awful at them. And being able to play a shoot 'em up where I can level up my ship and go exploring is just my jam. But where's the tension, Kelly? I mean, it, there's where's the bullet there's, hell. There's multiple difficulty levels and permadeath modes, so you can probably turn this into a bullet hell if you sh- should choose. <laughs> mullet, mullet hell um, mullet hell mullet hell I don't know what would it be with cats I don't know hairball hell <laughs> what can I play this on that's good okay I can put it on switch, switch. switch. Um, is it on everything you know Tam says that Astro Aqua Kitty will be out on Steam in June oh is this mini exclusive maybe yeah, um, but I mean, the Switch version plays perfectly fine. They really fine. snuck in that Vita version, didn't they? Like, right at the yeah. end. Yeah. <laughs> we get, what, a month before the store goes away? <laughs> Two months? I think, I think that, I thought that the Vita version of the original Aqua Kitty, the Defender one, has been out for a while. No, I meant the, the new one. Like, Astro Kitty is also on the Vita. What? Oh, it is? That's what it says on this article. Okay. Okay. Maybe this article's wrong. I, um, I don't Tiki know. Pod is aiming to release one of the last great games for a handheld in the form of Astro Aqua Kitty. It's a bit sad to see the store closing to him, but we hope to be one of the last greatest PSV to releases for everyone to enjoy. Yeah, we'll okay. release on April 15th, they say. Okay. Um, <laughs> I guess if you still haven't dove or don't, bitten don't, on a Switch. Don't buy a Vita game right now. What are you doing? <laughs> if, if all you have is a Vita... Then, then I recommend this game. Maybe this isn't the hobby for you because you don't want to keep up with the tech. <laughs> Be, if all you have a PC is gamer, buy a Switch, go read a book. Like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> don't 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 shame people. I don't for want to shame them for owning a Vita. I want to shame them for no. I don't want to shame them. I want to say like, what 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 am I trying to say? Uh. How are you not out of games? I think is what I'm trying to say. If all you have is a Vita, I I have I still have crap to play on the Vita because you've been distracted with other systems. Yeah, <laughs> this this hypothetical person only has a Vita, and there are two things I know about them: one, they have severe hand cramps, and two, they're out of games. See, comedy's you're, hard. I told you, comedy's hard. You're, you're I mean, you're probably not wrong, but. <laughs> You know, I, I will defend people that don't have a Switch yet because the Switch got very hard to find yeah. last year. Well, that's fine. So, yeah, they don't need to have a Switch. I'm just saying something else. <laughs> You're being a little but, elitist, yeah, Chris. To say you should yeah. have something? Don't, yeah. Anything? Yeah. <laughs> the elitist would say you need a gaming PC, right? No. No? Okay. Okay. Isn't this the Let's, same as saying Chris. I still have my Atari and I wish someone would put something out on the Atari? No. Time to move on. PSP? Buy Astro Aqua Kitty. It's really good. All right. What have you been playing this week, Chris? Uh, apparently I'm just playing curmudgeonly old elitist, man. Judges. You play that every Vita week, shames Chris. People. I'm Vita shaming. Yes. I'm the Vita shamer. <sighs> Vita means get a life. Chris! <laughs> Come on, that was good. Because <laughs> Vita means life. 
hi, what are we doing? How, how do you put up with him, Anna? Uh, she doesn't. <sighs> She's writing that down as a title, though. <laughs> hi, I'm Chris Privetier. I've been playing one game and one game alone this week. Nope. I've been playing two games and two games alone this nope. week. I've been playing no games and no games alone this week. You've played three games. This three week. games and three games alone this week. First of all is Monster Hunter Rise, whereupon I've gotten to Hunter Rake 7 and finished all the village key quests and I think all the... No, wait. And unlocked seven star quests in the hub and I'm working on finishing that. Hopefully today or tomorrow I will have rolled the final credits in that game and then I will have to decide if I'm playing it any longer or if it is going in the only when other friends want a multiplayer pile. Either of which would be fine with me because I'm enjoying the game, but also I have many other games to play, and I can feel like I've satisfiedly enjoyed this one until the DLC comes out or something. Um, Monster Hunter is a good game, but I enjoy it most with multiplayer, but apparently only with friends multiplayer, because there's something nice about being able to chat with everyone. And that just isn't happening because we're a bunch of antisocial nerds who only get together one night a week, and that group has three people in it, and Phil never has room for me and Kelly together, so we can't join, and it's not feel. It's okay. I had fun with you last night. Everything's fine. Everything's fine, Chris. You seem to have a lot of anger today. I have a lot of anger. I don't know why. It's, um brings me to my second game which i don't know what it is i'm hoping Anna will tell me what it is it's on the spreadsheet i don't have the spreadsheet open well that's a you problem Hold on, i Molly. even filled it in for you let me open up the spreadsheet so i can tell what i've been playing because apparently i've been playing something uh let's go to the right tab um i've been playing rise of two no not true I have you not played it one night on the TV, and I know because I watched you. Not this week. Okay. Guarantee you not this week. And World of Warcraft is the third game, which we've been playing a little bit of uh, Leveling Dwarves in Pandaria with a friend, which is very slow going because we only play once, uh, uh, like one to two hours every one to two weeks. <laughs> so we'll be doing that for a while. And then I but also I've also been posting a bazillion auctions on the auction house and enjoy watching them um, either sell or not sell and then relisting them with with auction house macros and trade skill manager. Um, I actually enjoy oh. running the old content and just getting lots of stuff to sell. I feel like I'm doing something fun. I don't know why, but I also like being overpowered and stomping on Anixia. So it certainly sounds a lot more fun than the current content. I think the current content is fine. I'm just um, kind of done with it. I'm renowned 40. There's nothing else to do. That sounds like par for the course for the current content. Yeah, but that's okay. I don't need to. I, I put many hours in, and it's okay to be done. Um, what is not fun is that you can't just get all the anima rewards and then be done with all the rewards. No. They apparently want you to just keep grinding anima as your end game and raid and stuff. And if you're not one of those, then you should make alts, except... I guess I just don't fall in the right cracks of someone who would continue to play. And that's okay, because I have many other games to play, like Monster Hunter Rise and Atelier Rise of 2. So, it's working out. I have no complaints, Kelly. I think 
I think uh, ah. the complaints about not being able to play WoW are like, um, it's okay. Do something else. <laughs> you had yeah, fun no, and you're done. That, that, that's what I did. My my mostly my complaint aside from that one pet issue which I had to that's, fit about. that's a legitimate complaint, yeah. My complaint was that when I had multiple alts all of a sudden, you know, trying to do their chores every day really felt like work. Yeah, like it wasn't fun. You're right. And then so then what do you do? Focus on one character for one to two months while you finish it? renowned grind and then focus on a new alt it's a different way of alting than i think people like to do right yeah it just uh, i don't know so, something about it just felt way more grindy than it should have been i mean you could go grind achievements and stuff that's what you're supposed to do when you have nothing else to do right actually do you know what the problem is the, the you travel need an achievement buddy i'll be your achievement buddy the, the the travel in this expansion is so backwards from previous expansions that I feel like I take longer to get to the place than to actually go do the stuff. Fair enough. Yeah, I I I'm a little frustrated in that I want to be able to fly. Mm-hmm. That's coming in nine one. Great. Am I going to be ready for it? I don't. You will have to do all your renowned stuff. It's part of the storyline quests. Mm. So, well, at least finish your storyline quests. That would be as prepared as you can be. Well, and I think you have to finish all the zone quests, including all the optional stuff. And I haven't done that yet. No, they didn't say that. They said only part of the main storyline. Oh, okay. I thought it was pathfinding like the other pathfinding. No, they said it's not a pathfinding. Okay. Or the pathfinding will be triggered off your storyline quests. Whatever they, they said it either way. They said it's just do the main storyline and you're going to get flying. Okay. Is what literally what he said. Well, I've joined a a a, com, a convent? covenant. A convent. You've joined the convent. Yes. <laughs> Mother Superior pause is now trying to get your wings. Yes. So, like, how far into my covenant story do I need to be? Well, you need to finish your covenant story. Which kind of sucks because the Not thing that, that long. I want flying for is a covenant story. Yeah. Oh. Well, that is not going to work out for you. Yeah. All right. That's. What I do you think, think Kelly? A... Can you do your covenant story at least? Oh, I already did my covenant did yours, story yeah, on my right. on my I think on my main and my death knight. Hey, uh, what was that? They said Venari rep is account bound now or soon so that's yeah. something yeah i've just <laughs> you know the next patch being nothing but the maw which is a place that i that absolutely hate, yeah. absolutely cannot stand i'm okay in the mall that doesn't bug me at all like as long as there's fun stuff to do in there who cares if it's a yeah but you have a travel form. you will also be able to mount in the mall by then they're going to open that up. Okay. I mean, I don't I care because I do running wild. See? What are you complaining about? You run faster than I do. <laughs> the only difference is that you have to cast it to get into that form, and I can just poof into that form. Yes. Ooh, it makes a difference. Not much. It makes You a go difference. faster. For but long I... trips, you got there sooner than me. Great, but I can be knocked off my mount, and it has a cast time. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. But that, so would any mount. 
that's a that's a global problem in WoW. If that was your issue, you should never have played a non-druid. Um, can't you get um stirrups that help you stay on your mount? Yeah. Oh. They're expensive though. Oh. Okay. Unless you have a blacksmith. I do. Ooh. My death knight that's my main in this expansion is a blacksmith. Okay. See, see, I think honestly, what I hated the most about the maw, what was it wasn't necessarily the mounting, but the high concentration of packs of mobs. Oh and yeah. De- depending on your class, no way to shake them. Like, okay, hunt, hunter's fine. Hunter, I can feign death all day. That's fine. Um, death knight. Th- for me, there really wasn't a way to shake mobs. That's why I play blood. Yeah. If you can't immediately kill me, you probably never will. Oh, I, I must be a bad blood DK because they found ways to kill me. Um, are you keeping ten stacks of your bone shield up? Yeah. Okay. Took me a while to figure. Why that aren't out. we? Why aren't we torgasting? Hmm? That's what we should be doing. We should be torgasting. Yeah. We could torgas. Except that place with the goo. Screw that place. It's fine. We'll find. All you got to do is throw the little ball on one of those guys, and then you get the ability to absorb it. Mm, it's still vexing. Anyways, because Torghast isn't there really no point to Torghast other than getting Soul Ash. Yeah. I need that. I have no legs. She has no legs. Uh, all right. I think that's everything we've all been playing. Yep. Feedback time. So no one wrote into the show directly, but I had a bunch of people tweet me and were like, we agree you should play Yakuza. (laughs) So thank you, everybody who reached out to me on Discord and on Twitter. That's what I decided to do. That being said, my next sort of in-my-brain scheduled game is going to be the Legend of Mana remake. And that isn't until June. So I may end up playing the Final Fantasy VII Remake next. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. You should. You'll have fun. Yes. I forgot. Were you excited about Pokemon Snap or Indifferent? I am, but I don't know how entertaining that would be as a stream game. Ah. Uh, I don't know. It could be pretty entertaining just because of people being like, oh, snap that one. But I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, I'm not opposed. Maybe I can do like a one shot one day. And if people like it, I can continue playing it. Right. So our question of the week ties into the news that we're going to do later. So the question of the week is... Do you play episodic games one by one, or you do, do you prefer the whole set to be out before beginning? This is like how you consume Netflix shows, too, isn't it? Oh, wait, no. Those are always out. All no, not always. HBO Go. There you go. Yeah. Like, Handmaid's Tale is going to be out one episode at a time, I think. Hmm. There was a show that I was watching on Hulu that was like... Yeah, it's Hulu. Hulu yeah, Netflix always does all at once, I think. But the others mm, do... Yeah. The other ones are kind of all over the place. Yeah. Like uh, Mandalorian comes out one episode a week. Disney Plus stuff all comes out one episode a week. Yeah, everyone other than Netflix. <laughs> yeah, because uh, um, Falcon and Winter Soldier is one a week, too. And then after that, Loki, which is the show that I'm looking forward to, is going to oh, be. it looks so good. 
th- that scene in the trailer where he was like, here's everything you have ever said. Sign this here. Ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Bzz, 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 bzz. On the top of the Sign stack. this one too. <laughs> <laughs> I love that it's a dot matrix printer. Yeah, That's the best part of that scene. <laughs> like time traveling, futuristic company. Dot matrix printer. I mean, let's face it, that character was the best thing about the Thorn movies, so the fact that he's getting his own TV series. Tom Holland in a three-piece Hiddleston. suit. Oops. Hiddleston. Sorry. Anna's got a crush on Spider-Man, too, apparently, though. <laughs> to be fair, that the MCU has a lot of Toms and a lot of Chris's. <laughs> Hiddleston in a three-piece suit. Yeah, he, he's cute. All right. Um, um, if you want to submit feedback or tell us to stop being thirsty about Thor, uh, Loki, you can <laughs> contact us in a number of ways. One, you can email us, podcast.rpgamer.com. You can call or text us at 608-729-4098. You can tweet us, message us on Facebook, pop by our Discord. They are all RPGamer. Um, you can tune in live twitch.tv slash rpgamer we stream seven days a week and we stream almost morning noon and night so feel free to just come by and say hey hey girl hi girl spin scars wheel yes he i don't think he finished ease three this week (laughs) he just can't I, I don't think it came oh. up on the wheel at all this week. And we were spinning a and lot. Like, What's going on? And then it like goes away. Yep. <laughs> like all of us are spinning to get it up. And then some other people are always spinning to make it go away as soon as it's up. <laughs> just so we can never finish it. So for those of you who are confused what the heck we're talking about. Every Friday evening and sometimes various other times in the week. Um, our streamer Scar, uh, Ryan Radcliffe, for those of you who read the news. Uh, does the random wheel of classic JRPGs. So he has 21 games on the wheel for 2021. And it is a mix of 10 Super Nintendo games he's played and 11 Super Nintendo games he has never played, including ones that have been fan translated. So he's loaded these up onto his Super Nintendo Mini and every five minutes... Um, someone can follow, spend channel points, donate bits, or subscribe to the channel. Uh, follow for the first time. And he will spin the wheel and change games. So he has to juggle all of these games and remember what he's doing and remember what to do next. And it's really fun to watch. So he is actually at the end. He's literally fighting the final boss in Ease 3. And every time he lands on it, someone spins it away before he finishes the fight. But Ease 3 yeah, this will is be... The bad... This is the bad Ease 3, isn't it? Yeah, this is Super Nintendo Ease 3. Oh no, I feel so bad for him. Which ended up becoming what? Oath and Felgana? Or yeah, Memories of Salsada? Yeah. Oath and Felgana. Um, Oath and Felgana. So, Yeah. He's he's at the final boss. He's dodging lightning and smacking him when he comes down to to rest for like half a second and spit fireballs. I, I need to go to his stream and pay the money to spend the wheel and then keep paying so that he it's, stays it's on money. it. It's not money. It's not money. It's channel, channel points. points. It's free. Oh, channel so points. I've got. 
Oh my God. I yeah. feel so, I feel his pain so bad. I want to rip off the bandaid for him. So that we game is so bad. We have also recently reduced the cooldown and the number of channel points you need. So if you come to the channel, follow it, say two things and spend five minutes in the channel, you will have the 500 points needed to spin the wheel. So it, it's very little commitment to even get your very first spin. So come on, join us. It's very fun. All right. Uh, it's time for editorials. Um, we got a Seth Saviors of Sapphire Wings review by Paul Scarelli. They enjoyed the game, gave it a three point uh, three out of five. Said that it has well developed characters, colorful and varied environments, and is accessible to newcomers, which is strange considering that its predecessor was so inaccessible. Um, yeah, so I I talked with him about this because I was one of the people that edited his review, and I guess it just has better onboarding. Okay. Because I I know what to do in these kinds of games, and I didn't even know how to build characters in um, Sword City. But I digress. This this definitely seems to have more direction. Cool. It also has an inconsistent graphic style, excessive menus. Oh, Oma is the worst villain name and generic music. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So... I was reading through the review and like the boss name has like a bunch of random symbols in the middle of it. (laughs) And I'm like, is this seriously the boss name? Like you didn't just like derp on your keyboard. It's like, yes, that is the actual boss name. I'm like, please, please talk about that a little more. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I I did forget to mention because I got sidetracked talking about Defender. Astro Aqua Kitty has an amazing soundtrack. Yay. And I need to figure out how to, I need to figure out how to purchase the soundtrack because I want to listen to these songs out of the game. Con- continuing with editorials, Sa- Sam Walker, by the way, pronounced it right. Um, reviewed Poot, Poot, Story of Seasons, P- Pioneer of Olive Town, Poot. Um, says it has a great farming loop, encourages crafting, and the sprite system is engaging. I think that that's talking about fairies, not gaming sprites. Yes, the harvest sprites. Right. Although their um, name is now legally distinct. <laughs> um, the, the cons, the te- it has a lot of technical slowdowns, long load times, rocks and trees regrow too quickly, and makers cannot make multiple things at once, which I think she complained about last week. Yes. Yeah, it's it's pretty much a wrap-up of all the things she talked about last week. Yeah. Um, she's played the Nintendo Switch version of the game. I wonder if the PS4 has better... There is no performance. PS4. Oh, there isn't? No. Okay, never mind. I never think mind. there might be a PC version later. But yeah, Poot is Switch exclusive. Okay. My bad. And then... Jason McFadden gave us a, an impression of Fantasian which is that Sakaguchi Apple exclusive game. Um, what did he say about it? He said that it has a pretty good dramatic story, um, an engaging battle system. I'm just kind of skimming through the article here. And remarkable visuals, which he said or the scenes are made from handcrafted dioramas. Um, looking at the screenshots, because I, I've been looking into how to do miniature terrain, I'm like, Oh, I know how to make stuff like that now. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. So it makes me want to play this game even more. 
please come to Switch. Yeah. Um, you can read more about his uh, his um, impressions on this game. I certainly want to play it really bad. And I think that was all the editorials. Um, did Sam's other review not go up yet? I don't think Let's so. Nope, not yet. She has another review coming very shortly. Carry on. Yep. Oh, it's news time. Um, immortal. Chris. Okay. The Overkill. news is dead. <laughs> um, Immortal Saga Part 1 is available now. This is by RPG fan editor Leona McCallum, a.k.a. Star Mongoose. Okay. Um, I know her. She released, she released the first part of the new strategy RPG, Immortal Saga, which shares influence with the Fire Emblem series. Um, Sam, and who wrote this article, said that she's very proud of the RPG fan colleague and looks forward to sharing Immortal Saga with the RPG community. Um, is this an RPG maker game? I don't know. It looks it, but I don't know if RPG maker can do strategy or not. Not to my knowledge. Okay. We'll have to see. Um, also, did I don't know if you guys watched that trailer. Did that music sound like the Terminator soundtrack to you? Um, no. Okay, it's just me. It had just a very da 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 but anyway, um, do you guys want to play Atelier Online? No. Oh, I saw this was announced. So Atelier Online is heading west. This is a free-to-play mobile title that's being developed by NHN Play Art and is released for the iOS and Android in Japan in 2018, and it's coming west. So this is a weird one for me because this was put out to celebrate the same... Uh, atelier anniversary that Nelky got put out for. I can't remember if it's 25 years. 20 or 25? Okay. And Nelky wasn't good. Mm -hmm. And so I'm kind of worried about the quality of this one because... I mean, different game, right? I know, but it was two games <laughs> that were put out for the so anniversary of the series finally? and i yeah we're just finally getting All it right. it's been out in japan for years i also don't know what the monetization is like and i i definitely want to know more about a game's monetization before i jump in i mean have you really ever played an online moba on mobile that's good um I don't know why I said MOBA. Yeah. I was kind of curious about that too, but I didn't want to correct you. <laughs> um, Anna, or Anime Man just PM'd me saying that there is an SRPG studio for that Immortal yeah, Saga Yeah, it's made game. by the guy that originally created the Fire Emblem series. Oh, okay. I did not know that. I'm also distracted by your PM of the cat room, apparently. Hmm? Yeah, Chris I, put, sent a picture. I sent a picture of the of the cats sleeping on top of each other. Oh. Wait, are all three of them finally no, together? No, just two. Ugh. The two stripies. Two stripies. <sighs> so, ever since we brought Twinkletoes home from her 
knee surgery, twink or clips doesn't want to get anywhere near her. And when she does, um, she tends to hiss and growl at her. So we are slowly reintroducing them, but it is very frustrating. It, girls are weird like that because Lita still hisses at Alice. Um, and, you know, she, obviously she's been back from the emergency vet for like a year and a half. Mm. So I don't know what is up. So we'll see. I, I love cats, but they're kind of stupid like that. <laughs> like, you know who that is. Why are you hissing at them? But they smell like vet. Pretty sure they don't smell like vet anymore. Uh, but anyways, anyway, uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition changes detailed. Um, they're um, they had, or Bioware unveiled like a huge number of alterations for the Mass Effect trilogy. Um, for the most part, they're tuning the accuracy of all the weapons and adjusting the aiming camera. Um, the first game is getting tons of changes, uh, particularly with the Mako and how that worked. <laughs> What's the uh, Mako? It was a like moon rover that you drove around oh, in your the vehicle. first game, and it was notorious for being kind of buggy. And that <laughs> if you so if you so much as grazed lava, you would die. Now you just get damage dealt. So you're saying it was a buggy buggy? Yeah, a buggy buggy. Um, you've also got rear-mounted boosters for driving up steep inclines. It's not going to be light and bouncy, which, yeah, it bounced around like a, a low rider. <laughs> I remember being very frustrated with the Mako. Um, they're also like tweaking uh, the cover mechanics in all the games, the character creator. Um the Galaxy at War system is going to be rebalanced for Mass Effect 3. Um, player actions across the trilogy are going to have an impact, and players who play all three games will have more chances to improve their galactic readiness, whereas players who only play Mass Effect 3 will find it more difficult to achieve full readiness, so I guess I'm going to need to play the trilogy again. <laughs> um, How impossible lots of, lots is of- this for somebody who doesn't play shooters? I played all of them on baby or the first two on baby mode, and I did fine. The first one, like the, on the uh, are they changing how the shooting works in the first one with this? Because the first one had the dice art- rolls for its shots, like it didn't matter how well you aimed necessarily, so it was very RPG in that sense. The second and third, they didn't do that anymore. Um, and I would say that that's more approachable for you, Anna. But also, they're shooters. Okay. I mean, I don't. You I mean, never really wanted to engage in a shooter, except you played Destiny t- for a little bit, and you were good at it, and you were excited every time you got a headshot. Yes. So what the heck? Why don't you play that some more? Panic. 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 Right. Panic. Panic. Oh, I got a headshot. Panic. Panic. <laughs> panic. Panic. Yeah, I killed it. Panic. 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 Ah! I mean, I I can't hit the broadside of a barn, and I'm I was fine, but I also did mostly sniper and assault rifle to compensate for my lack of shooting abilities. So. I like to always do the biotic stuff and like pick them up and throw them. Ah, uh, so we'll see. I I who knows? I might do a more techie magic build if I play through this again. But I want Mass Effect the the TV show. I don't Wait, even what? want a game. I want Mass Effect the TV show. 
I want them to turn it into a five-year Babylon 5-esque sci-fi drama complete with in-jokes and, and acting. Just th- tell that story, but like good and on TV. That's what I want. doesn't need to be a video game. I I think Bioware needs it to go with the Neptunia route and put the Garrus love pillow that I saw online oh gosh. and no. with this as a collector's edition no. item. <laughs> Besides, just be a Tali pillow, and you can take off her yeah, helmet. Well, yeah, just so, just so that the neckbeards can complain about, you know, why wasn't it a Liara love pillow? Yeah. Why did you do the yeah. alien? Yeah. Because they're speciesist. Well, Liara's, Make it happen. Liara's an alien. Oh, my bad. But yeah, this is coming out May 14th worldwide for PS4, Xbox One, and it will be playable on PlayStation 5 and Series X. I will oh, probably it's not wait even for coming price. to the Switch? Lame. I will probably wait for a price drop, like I did the first time around. Um, Blizzard, uh, Blizzard talked about the technical alpha for Diablo 2 Resurrected. Um, players who opt in via the game's website can get into the beta for this, uh, or the alpha for this, which will begin on April 9th, which I think is was yesterday. yesterday. Um, invitations are going to be sent in waves and the alpha will run through 10 a.m. on April 12th. Um, you will have access to the first two acts of the game with replayable classes, the Amazon, the Barbarian, and the Sorceress. Um, one thing that they stressed a lot on social media is that not everybody who applies is going to get in. Like, I'm not in. I applied. Yeah. So th- this is the remaster of the original Diablo 2. And I didn't realize they were doing console versions of this. Oh, yes. Yeah. Including Switch. I might have yes. to get the Switch version. That's where I would pick it up. Um, Edge of Eternity. Edge of Eternity. Edge of Eternity. It launches for PC in June. Was this the Kickstarter game? Yes. Was this the one that was like the Matsuda one? No. Okay. Never mind. Um, it's going to launch on PC on June 8th, 2021. Um, after two years, early access. And it, uh, let's see, there's also going to be dedicated PS5 and Series X versions of the game, which will launch alongside the PS4 and Xbox One versions in quarter four. There's also a new trailer and screenshots. And Combined turn-based and tactical combat using an AT-based combat system. You sound, guys, sound so excited. I'm. This I isn't my coffee. kind of game. And that's it okay. It looks interesting. It looks interesting, but Steam, I'm probably not going to play it. Um. News for you, Chris, if you're still even playing this at all, Path of Exile 2 has been showcased. And I've been of watching Exile. the trailers for the past 10 minutes. <laughs> Path of Exile Ultimatum expansion has been announced. So I'm interested in the, the story of... The, I, I'm kind of off of Exile 2 for now, or Path of Exile, until the sequel actually drops, I think. Um, though I never know when that Diablo 2 bug bites me and Resurrection isn't available. Path of Exile is where I would go. Um mm-hmm. I don't understand the story, how it links up to the first one, and I want to know more. And I couldn't tell that with the sound off, so um, so I don't know. 
it looks it looks interesting. I want to see they have a gameplay trailer and I they, they're narrating it, so I couldn't listen to it. So I don't actually know what I was seeing other than yeah, this looks like the stuff they showed off two years ago at ExileCon. And can it come out, please? <laughs> well, you'll get a new Path of Exile expansion in the meantime. I know. I'm just thinking, that's just another season with a new gimmick for the season, which is fine and. That's what I would play if I were going to go play it, but like, that's not the same. I want to see that sequel. Do you, do you want to risk items for rewards? Well, oh, is that what they're doing? Gambling? Uh, that's that's what the article says. Okay. You risk the rewards in progressively more difficult encounters. Oh no! Oh, that's very Path of Exile. Oh man. <sighs> And then you can claim your rewards and walk away or continue yep. to gamble. Yeah. yeah. Like let it ride. <laughs> no, I'm all out. I busted. I get nothing. Yeah, I, I, I can't even do video game gambling, real life gambling, but that's just me. I should play some more um, slime time. Slime time. Goolissies. Goo, goo, goo. Oh, no. <laughs> Dragon Quest tucked. Dragon oh, Quest no, eleven that. slots. Right, right. They it's should not, just make a mobile game of that. <laughs> Once you've played it for a couple hours, you're pretty done. Yes, but it's one of those things that I could set it up on a stand. Yes, next you to can. my computer yeah. while I work and but just like play it. the real money, the real money is in the regular slots. Once you've earned enough from those slots, you go over to like the high money slots and just l- let those ride. And you'll just keep making money. Mm, but that's not as fun. Yeah, but also you're not paying attention to it anyway because you're doing real work. Mm. <laughs> I <laughs> well, like I'm the sorry. entertainment value. All right, all right, all right, all right. Well, we've got a Children of Morta Family Trials update now available. Yeah, I think it's only available on PC, right? The console update comes later? Or am I... Thinking now available. Now available for free on PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. My bad. So yeah, I. It's gonna be taking you through a corrupted Zyklus dungeon that has changing rules and environments, and you progress through this um, randomized dungeon with most progress lost whenever you die. I haven't played Children of Mortis, so I have no context. But you can play it now. It's a roguelike. Um, and some more exciting. And some more exciting news. We got a launch date for Neo World Ends with You. Yay! July twenty seventh, twenty twenty one. Oh, I didn't know this. They also announced a PC version of the game, which will release sometime in the summer via the Epic Game Store. Yep, people are upset because it's Epic Game Store exclusive. Of of course. Well, wow, that Epic must have just like threw up a whole bunch of money at Square. I doubt it. I just think that Square gets a better cut from Epic than they do from Steam. And the the thing that makes Steam really appealing for big developer big publishers is the more that your game sells, the smaller the cut is that Steam takes, which is so completely backwards. Um but you have to sell like 10 million copies to get down to where Epic offers. 
and you're never going to Square Enix is never going to sell 10 million copies of any Kingdom Hearts game or the world ends with you on PC. So why go on Steam? Yeah, I can, I mean unless they put it down for like a dollar, which that's not that's definitely not Squeenix's bag. And so. I mean, as much as people make noise about, well, I'm I'm never going to buy it if it's Epic Game Store exclusive. Yeah, of course people buy it after the exclusivity ends and it goes to Steam. I mean, I I don't care because I'm buying the Switch version anyway, so it doesn't matter. Right. But hey, do you remember when Square Square tried to have their own storefront for like a a month and then it just completely went away. Yeah, because it was Digital River and Digital River sucks. <laughs> um, another thing that I learned about today is that the physical version is Queenex Store only. Yes. So if you want to get a physical ship- copy of Neo The World Ends With You, Square Enix Store. Well, this game better be freaking good because after shipping and taxes, it is like 75 bucks. But the trailer shows like all the different factions in the game, um, some of some of the combat, some of the systems and stuff like that. I I'm definitely excited. I I almost want to play through their original game first just to refresh my memory because it's been a hot minute. I think I still have my copy. I don't remember if I sold it or not. I I, I have my copy. Okay. Or I got a copy for Christmas a couple of years ago. I just haven't got to it, and I can't remember what the way you're supposed to play that is. I mean, the iOS version doesn't work anymore. Okay. So play the Switch version. Well, well, I forgot the Switch version isn't the controls like ass backwards where that you have handheld controls and handheld, but the play it in TV mode, you have to do the motion control. Yeah, I think that I only played it in handheld as I do most Switch games, so I don't know. I believe that is correct. Okay. You have to play with Waggle if you're in TV mode. Okay. Well, we'll see how that goes. Um, we've also got a Kickstarter check-in for Astral Ascent. This is by Dark Devotion, and it is a 2- 2D platforming roguelite under development for PC, Switch, and PS4. Has kind of a cute pixel art art style. All right, if I want to spend a million bucks, Kelly, what do I get? Let's see. It's Well, it's already passed its 30,000 euro funding goal. Um, 22 euro gets you the console version. And where is the huge award? Hang on, I'm clicking into it. They don't really have like a me- huge mega reward. Like, what? How reasonable! The highest tier is 140 euros, and you get the physical edition by limited run. Um, I think that's just it. You get the physical version with all the feelies. Neato. Oh, and a beautiful OST composed by Dale North. Yes. He also does our podcast music. Mm-hmm. It looks like a neat game. 
And I believe that was all the news. Yeah, I'm. It's just it's weird for me because I've been going back and forth on this because I like it and I'm definitely going to play it, and it is right up my alley. But also, do I need to kickstart it or should I just buy it when it comes out? Because it's past its funding goal. I don't need to support it. I don't know. But also, I'm I, not I don't sure really if do they're kicks- doing physicals outside of the Kickstarter. They said that the physicals is handled by limited run games. Yeah, but so, LRG, when LRG does Kickstarters, there's no guarantee that you'll be able to buy a copy outside of a Kickstarter. That's like, okay. It's in their FAQ. I did not know that. Well, we'll just have to see. Um, we've got briefs now. Woo! Run them by me. Um, the Slormancer is launching for Steam Early Access this week for 15 bucks. You're a talentless hero who becomes the last hope. That's the headline. Um, Elder Scrolls Online next-gen console versions are launching in June for PS5 and Xbox Series X slash S. It's going to release on June 8th. has a performance mode. And if you own the PS4 or Xbox versions, you can upgrade for free. Sounds promising. Let's see. Level 5 provides an update for Inazuma 11. I guess these games have been kind of delayed quite a bit. Yeah, and no North American release date because, well, there's no Level 5 US anymore. (laughs) Um, Game is planned for a 2023 release. And it's going to be a cumulation of the series for PS4, Switch, iOS, and Android. Wait, uh, accumulation or a culmination? Culmination. Okay, I pronounced so it's going to be the end of the series. Yeah. Um, Genshin Impact is heading to PlayStation 5. That game generated huge controversy on Twitter this week. I don't know if you saw any of that. I did. I did not. What was the controversy? Um, so they introduced a new character and and they put out a video and like at a certain point in the video you see one of the animators working on their dance and it's a Native American dance. Mm-hmm. Um, but this character isn't Native American. Mm-hmm. And so people are like, well, that's kind of really inappropriate because it's a ceremonial dance. Mm-hmm. meant for very specific service uh service and mm. it's kind of cultural appropriation Ooh. in like a really bad way that we kind of don't well, want to do cool to indigenous dance people YouTube. anymore great <laughs> and so uh, right. there are other sort of flubs and faux pas that mihoyo has fallen into in terms of like um People don't like the way some of the characters are represented in terms of like race or ethnicity or accent or the way that they treat other people. And like people kind of justified as, well, all characters have flaws, but also that argument kind of doesn't fly when you have no one pointing out that that's a flaw than that they should be working on. And so there was like a giant schism in the Genshin Impact community where like half of them was like, boycott Mihoyo. And the other half was like, support Mihoyo. And like the, I think they had to close down the Reddit for half a second to like make everybody calm their tits. 
I mean, p- playing difficult devil's advocate here. You know, this is a Chinese developed game, correct? Yes, but that doesn't mean that they are immune or inoculated to making errors. Exempt. No, I, I understand that. I would just think that because they don't really know about that culture, that they might not understand why that's cultural appropriation. Great, but they also haven't come out and said, hey, we recognize what cultural appropriation is. And, I mean, to me, the the whole thing is people, um, particularly on social media, are very performative, but don't necessarily have an action behind it. Um, and so, hey, a I have virtues and I need to signal to you that I have them. It's very important. So a boycott is only going to work if one people stop paying and two people stop playing. Unless this affects Mihoyo's bottom line and their metrics, they're not going to do I'll crap tell you about, about Mihoyo's it. Bottle. Uh, never mind. Uh, my my also hot take is that why are we going to the wall about a shit game? Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. Not everyone feels that way. Your Kelly. opinion aside, this game makes money. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> so I, yeah, I, I always say that it's one of those weird conversations that nobody wins. Everybody loses. Hooray! Woo! Just play better games. I digress. Uh, Magic Legends is introducing a Demir Assassin. This is that MMO action RPG based on Magic the Gathering, and the Demir Assassin uses Black Meta and specializes in combos and mobility, and he looks fun. Yeah, so I've watched um, one of the streamers that I kind of like to tune into occasionally. Um, He has been playing this. I follow him because he plays Stream Raiders. Um, but he's also a friend of Sam Wachter's, so she tuned me into his channel, and I enjoy watching him. He's very entertaining. He's been playing Magic Legends. I don't always catch him because he tends to play in the evening, so I tend to watch VODs the next day. But yeah, he has been enjoying the heck out of that game. He's playing the beta right now? Yes. Yeah, he got in like the first day that streamers could play. Ah, publicly. Cool. So, yeah, he enjoyed it. He's taking a brief break from it. I think he's doing a critical percent Kingdom Heart run or something like that, and then he'll go back to it. Carry on. Oh, in other news, Quintera is now available in Steam Early Access. Um, don't we have a giveaway for this game? Yes, it just finished. Okay. It so, never mind. We're, we already gave it away, apparently. Um, but yeah, it's available for Steam Early Access for 15 bucks with a 15% launch discount. So if you Ish. didn't win in our giveaway, you can still buy it for cheap. Let's see. Aaron's Adventure has been released for PC. Um, this is an RPG you play as a young hero, Aaron, who seeks to stop a reawakened ancient evil spirit. And is available for Steam and the Humble Store for 30 bucks with a 10% launch discount. And then Infinite Adventures is arriving on arriving on this month. This is a dungeon crawler, a dungeon crawler RPG. It's going to be 15 bucks on the eShop and has uh, turn-based combat. 
that sort of thing. That one looks interesting. And then finally, High Risers is going to be headed to Steam in May. This looks like an RPG version of Tiny Tower to me. Ooh! Um, you're leading survivors to gather supplies, craft gear, and eventually repair the helicopter to take them to safety, and you're trapped in a building, and I think you're going up, and the gameplay looks just like Tiny Tower. Well, this is now relevant to my interests. I, I may be wrong. I just watched the trailer, so I don't know. But that's just what it reminded me of. And it's available for, for PC via Steam on May 6th. I am going to add this to my master list of games. 2021 master list of games coming out on PC. High Tower. High Risers. High Risers. And it's coming May 6th. Thank you. And that was all the briefs. We made it. Co- a, a lot quicker than last week. Last week, I was pretty out of breath by the time I left. <laughs> no, I do like doing briefs lightning round. Briefs lightning. What's coming out, Chris? He's busy. Uh, uh, so coming uh, out this week is the Saga Frontiered Remastered Edition. It's coming to PC, PS4, Switch, iOS, and Android. And we are doing a special feature. So we are going to have a normal review for the game. And we are also going to have a round table. Where we have, what is it, seven or eight different people playing. And each one is playing a different branch. Oh, okay. So please look forward to it. I am definitely looking forward to it. Because... Um, this was the first game that I reviewed for RB Gamer, and I hated it. <laughs> but I didn't know how to write a review for a game that I didn't like, and so my review is terrible. Do, do we know how much that's going to be? I want to say forty. Saga Frontier Remastered price. Twenty four ninety nine. My bad. I was that's totally off. I was going to say 40. That's asking a lot for a saga game. But... <laughs> yeah, no, my bad. I swear I, one of them came out at 40. I, I put and it I, on my wish list yeah. for sale because I'm sure it'll go on sale Oh yeah, at, I should the, at the end to. of the year. Add to wish list. Doop. Because even though I really want to play it, I'm kind of busy right now. Yeah, I I am I am bad. I have been buying too many things. So have I. So the and here's 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 my further dilemma. The Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered Edition is down to eighteen dollars, and I'm like, I kind of want that. Oh, I kind of want it too, but. But I don't know if I'm going to play it right away. Well, and also the Taiko no Tatsujin, Tatsujin Rhythm Adventure Pack is also on sale for the first time, and it's $20 off. Nice. So it's two um, rhythm RPGs for $30, and I'm like, mm, that's probably the best price it's ever going to be. Do I pull the trigger now? I bet. Is it physically available, or is it digital nope, only? Nope, it is digital exclusive. Okay, then yeah, that might be. Yeah. 
Now you see my dilemma. Mm. It's only 20 off, but also that might be all you get. Yeah. I, I, I bet can't you, imagine I bet that's going to go it lower. later, though. And then, since you're not going to play it now, if you just wait and get it then. Mm, if I don't buy it, I'm never going to play it. Yeah, then, then. But if you really wanted to play it, you'd be buying it and playing it right now. So don't add to your backlog. Mm. Go get your Vita. Finish the Vita. No, I'm I'm done with the Vita. I've played everything <laughs> I want to play off the Vita. I know. Oh. All right. Sorry. Uh, coming out this week, uh, two games. Uh, Saga Frontier Remastered, as I mentioned. And then Poison Control is also coming to PS4 and Switch. And I'm holding off on this one. Um, if for no other reason, then I can't tell how RPG it is. Like, they don't really call Like, Nisa doesn't really call it an RPG. Every time that they've like talked about it and streamed it and stuff, they they never explicitly call it an RPG. So I just I want to get a better feel of how RPG it is because I'm not sure the core gameplay loop is going to hold me without progression. Is that silly? I don't know. I don't even know what game you're talking about. I'm busy looking up the type. Of Poison type, type control. Of um, you're a guy that accidentally falls into hell and gets linked up to a spirit, and you both have to get out. What? And so you kind of do kick style um, management of crap on the floor where you have to circle it to get rid of it. So, yeah. The story looks really good, and the voice acting sounds amazing, and the music sounds boss. But also, if I don't enjoy that core gameplay loop, I'm going to not want to play it. And then I will be sad because I bought a full-price game that I didn't enjoy. I will wait for reviews. Yeah, I think I will too. And I mean, the other dilemma that I have is I've kind of noticed when games go out to... Um, Amazon. Uh, when Nisa games go out to Amazon and GameStop, GameStop in particular, if you just wait a few months, the price bottoms out. Like I picked up Langrisser one and two for twenty dollars. Huh. So yeah, I I panic bought that one because it was getting hard to find where I live. That's fair. Yeah, it's just. I feel bad because I want to support Nisa, but also their games always go on sale. So what motivation mm-hmm. do I have for buying it new at full price? Unless it's Cold Steel. You know, I'll buy a Falcom game full price. All right. Sorry. Things from my head. That's cool. All right. Kelly, what are you going to be playing this week? Um, I'm going to be finishing up uh, Astro Kitty just because I don't think that game is um, going to be that long. And more Monhan I need to rank up and well I don't know which where should I prioritize my ranking up, Chris? Uh you're ranking up? Yeah, I would prioritize ranking up. Yes, but where? But in single multiplayer player or single? multiplayer. Oh multiplayer, you can't get all the way to seven in single player. Okay. Yeah. You you'll cap out at four, I think. So yeah, just do just do multiplayer. So wait, if there's a rank seven in multiplayer, then what was Phil complaining about? 
Oh, he wants all those hard. None of the high rank monsters are available in single player. Oh, yeah. So he wants them um, with smaller HP pools, but also difficult and hard hitting in in single player, which is not there in that game. So, I see. Yeah, he wants Monster Hunter World. He wants Monster Hunter yeah. old ones too, but yeah. And and normies like us don't care. Right. <laughs> Normies. I mean, we don't. I, I play Monster Hunter, but I don't play it hardcore like Phil does. I getcha. This, this is probably the first one that I've actually taken seriously. Call me when Stories 2 is out. That's that's going to be my Mon Hun. <laughs> um, June something. I tried to pre order the physical version yet and it's not um, available yet you think it's going to be digital only I don't know I Um, mean it is Capcom I wouldn't put it past them they made out like there's going to be physical editions like on the website and there's amiibos for it but I don't know alright we shall see Chris what are you going to play this week Um, I'm going to finish up Monster Hunter for sure and then I don't know what's next maybe a return to Rise of 2 um, maybe some Diablo 3. Oh, did um, a new season drop? A new season just dropped, yeah. And I upgraded my CPU, so I might want to spend some time on the computer, play around with that. Um, in the chat, they're wondering if you're going to play Fantasian. Um, Anna. Me? Yeah, on the yes. Apple Arcade. So many Apple Arcade games came out, we found. Yeah, and so ironically, kind of what I have been playing, so I tried a whole bunch of games and... Um, so they put out a whole bunch of plus versions, which are like, um, versions of games that were popular on mobile. Um, and then they have gotten rid of any microtransactions or free to play aspects of them. Um, and I've kind of been trying them out going, yep, this is the game that I have already played and lost interest in delete. So like threes plus and, um, word find plus and match plus And yeah, I just, I was like, yep, I've played this delete um but what i have been playing that i didn't delete is simon's cat stories which is <laughs> a match three um although it technically it's a match two um that is centered around the story of simon's simon he's the owner of simon's cat and he has a new mate. It, it follows a lot of the stuff that happens in the YouTube videos. He has a new neighbor move in and there's construction that'll be going on. Um, and so you have 30 days to restore all of the backyard um, parks. Otherwise the construction people will come in and destroy all the property. Um, and so it's cute. It's got a fun little story. You um, do match twos by tapping on two or more of the same colors and it blows up stuff around them and there are different goals like um accruing a certain amount of a certain color or blowing up um objects that you can only remove with power-ups or um matching beside something to make it grow or disappear it is a very typical match 3 game but it has no microtransactions which is really nice so it's actually extremely well balanced because they're not banking on you having to spend 99 cents every day to finish a friggin' level. So, Woohoo. Yeah. 
That's what I've been doing on my phone. I I I do plan on playing Fantasia. And I need to um, update my iPad and get it all going on that. But yeah, I've just kind of been enjoying plowing through my backlog and playing a lot of Switch. So just haven't been playing stuff on my iPad recently. Right. So this week I am going to be playing more Regalia and more Yakuza Like a Dragon on stream. I'm very boring. Sorry. So that's fine. Don't We're all boring. We have a question of the week, which is: Do you play episodic games one by one, or do you prefer the whole set to be out before playing it? And it doesn't have to be RPGs. You can go with other types of episodic games. Just let us know. Or do you not play episodic games at all? So, thank you, Chris. Hello. Thank you, Kelly. Hello. Thank you, Dale North, for our awesome. Hello. <laughs> thank you, Dale North, for our awesome podcast music. Hello. Uh, thank you, Forecast, for the encoding. Hello. I am your host, Anna Marie Privateer. Hi, Anna Marie. We're, we're leaving, Chris. Oh, bye. Bye bye. Bye, everybody. And thank you, Yakuza. Most of all. Thank you.